The program is called Mirrors of Light. It's been an abiding image for me as a composer. I'm fascinated by the whole feeling of light and the idea of mirrors into the light and so forth. In, in planning a program, I, I was aiming for two things. One was, I suppose, the, the aesthetic and thematic, and it's all based around pieces that have a sense of spaciousness, a sense of, of light and reflection in them. But also the program is built, of course, on, on practical terms the duration of the pieces had have to add up to approximately uh, 45 minutes. Uh, it has to be available within the instrumentation of the orchestra and so forth. And so the program is built on those two premises, one being thematic and aesthetic, and the other built around the practicalities of the timing and of the orchestration and so forth. Uh, within that, I've chosen four works. Uh, the largest work in the concert is my own violin concerto, which was, this will be an Irish premiere. It has no subtitle, it's just called Concerto for Violin and Orchestra, but in it I've tried to create a sense of colour, of space, of airiness, of light. The other works are also of my own, A Mirror into the Light, which does have light in the title and from which the whole programme derives its overall title, a piece from 1999. And I've matched those with uh, two very contrasting works. Uh, one by the Irish composer Jerome de Bromhead, and this will be a world premiere, I'm delighted to say. By a great coincidence, he happened to be writing a piece called A Lay for a Light Year, which reflects on very distant things from long ago into the great um, abyss of space. Uh, it's a short piece of about eight and a half minutes, and it fits the, the style of the concert extremely well. And the other piece is a work called Sound Fields, which is by Elliot Carter, the great American composer. An extraordinary, luminous and uh, wonderfully reflective piece that Carter wrote in his 99th year. The other concept is that the programme gradually grows from the Carter piece, which is just for string orchestra, to a mirror into the light, which adds woodwinds and a few brass, to Jerome de Bromhead's A Lay for a Light Year, which is a large orchestra, and finally to the violin concerto, which clearly adds a violin to the full orchestra as well. So I wanted that sense of kind of growth to go through the programme as well. Well, it seems to be a starting point for a number of my compositions. It surprised me some years ago when it was pointed out to me that the word light or a specific colour occurs in the titles of maybe 20 of my uh, compositions. And it put me reflecting back to childhood when I was brought up on a small farm, which at that time didn't have electricity, and where the whole cycle of life was dependent on light. You stopped doing certain things when the light was no longer available. You started doing them when the light became available again. And that whole idea of, 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 the, of the cycle, of the relationship of, of light also to mood and to feeling, are central to how I compose. I'm not trying to create, as it were, images and pictures of light. It's more an analogy, if you wish. And I like the music to be very transparent and very clear even when a lot of things are happening, I've always sought to have a sense of um, uh, lucidity and transparency in the orchestration. 
And of course, that's very eminent in the Carter piece I've mentioned and in the new piece by Jerome de Bromhead as well. I haven't yet heard it since this is a premiere, but I have studied the score and it's full of clusters of light, really clusters of sound that give the impression of great space and, and indeed light as well. The concerto in itself has so many connotations already that it hardly needs more. You know, there are the connotations of the historical resonance of the concerto being a, a type of concerted effort, a dialogue. There are other images of the concerto as, as if they're a battle with the orchestra, for example. It's not in my case, incidentally, it's very much a dialogue. I see the concerto also as the solo voice. Uh, voyaging, as it were, through a colourful landscape set up by the orchestra. So there are all these kind of images already in place, I guess, for what a, a violin concerto might be. I'm writing here very much within the majestic tradition of the violin concerto. I'm not trying to create a work that, that totally goes against the nature of the genre. I wanted a concerto in the sense of the solo voice, in dialogue, with, with a large orchestra. That's the key element here. It's not a traditional work in the sense of being tonal and uh, in the style of imitation of earlier periods. It's a very modernist work. Uh, but the idea that's central to me uh, in my understanding of the concerto of dialogue and interaction is the key here. And I felt I didn't need connotations beyond that as the, that kind of drama is more or less embedded in the concept of the concerto. I'm certainly interested in writing more concertos. Uh, the orchestra has been a great vehicle and one that I love, but so has the solo instrument, the solo voice. And of course, a concerto enables one to combine both of these together, the, the fullness and richness of the orchestra with the individuality of, you know, a virtuosic solo voice. That allures me greatly. But I'm also interested in writing works for orchestra without soloist, of course, as well, and would hope to do many, many more into the future. Mm -hmm.